Rescuers have stepped up their efforts to find survivors of Friday's earthquake in Morocco, which has killed more than 2,100 people. The Moroccan government says it has accepted aid from four countries, Britain, Spain, Qatar and the UAE, but would accept others as needs developed. Villagers in the Atlas Mountains have been using their bare hands to help rescuers search for people who may have survived under the rubble. Joe Inwood reports. High in the Atlas Mountains, the grim work of recovering bodies continues. These remote communities didn't stand a chance against one of the most powerful earthquakes this country has ever seen. More than 2,000 people are already known to have died, and that number is expected to rise. The bodies of my son and his wife are under the rubble. There was no one there to recover the bodies. We ask you to make our voice heard by the authorities. We want to open the road. Imin Tala, which was close to the epicentre, has been all but destroyed. Many who survived the initial quake are now homeless or in mourning. People are very depressed here. The village of Imin Tala is completely demolished. There's no one left to help. The cliff fell on them. The people are still under the rubble and no one can remove the stones and the authorities haven't sent the equipment to remove them as they haven't done so for three days. You can smell the corpses everywhere. The earthquake struck on Friday evening, just south of the historic city of Marrakesh. Its centre, a UNESCO World Heritage Site, was badly damaged. Help is arriving, but slowly. A team of Spanish volunteers has already joined the rescue efforts. A 60-strong British group is also on their way. Moroccans have been queuing up to donate blood. The national football team amongst those joining in. We will do whatever we can. When we heard that blood donations were needed, we wanted to help. If it was blood they need, we will donate blood. And if they need more than that, we will help them more. Back up in the Atlas Mountains, entire villages have been wiped out. Once the rescue and recovery is over, they will have to try and rebuild both their homes and their lives. Joe Inwood, BBC News. Sonia Omar is the CEO at Education for All Morocco, a charity that provides the opportunity of a secondary education for girls from the High Atlas Mountain region. She gave us an update on the charity's schools and students. Well, sadly, the area that's been most badly hit is exactly the area that we serve. It's where we have our six boarding houses that take up to 250 girls from these remote villages. And um, sadly, all our houses are damaged, but because we weren't yet in school term, all the girls were in their villages and it's extremely hard to make contact with them. Um, these villages are very remote. Aid is not getting there. Phone lines are down. Roads are blocked. So uh, the worst part of our journey right now is uh, just trying to locate the girls um, and find out if we have hopefully many survivors amongst them but it's a really terrible situation i just received a report from a contact in the red cross this morning and they they listed all of our girls villages that were impacted and it's virtually every single village that's impacted
we're not really able to obviously get this information because we can't make contact with the villagers, but the villagers we do know um, and that we do have contact with, it, it does sound like there's not really a lot happening yet. That might be a lot because many of the roads are blocked, but I know some of our former students, older girls who've graduated through our uh, programme um, because of the amazing skills they've gained with us, including uh, languages such as English, they are helping to coordinate efforts as much as possible in their villages. But um, they need water, they need food, and uh, it's just slow getting help to reach them. That was Sonia Omar. We'll have more on the situation in Morocco later in the programme. You can also get more on the live page on our website, bbc.com news.